0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. This is our energy and agriculture segment. This is releasing on Friday, October 30th. Um, hopefully, you guys are getting ready for Halloween on Saturday. Um, don't tell anyone. Don't tell the government if you're throwing a party. Um, so, um, this is kind of cool. You know, I'm kind of curious to see how this plays out, Zach, this, this solar farm that... Uh, It's a partnership with the University of Wyoming, 9-H Ranch, um, and the solar company, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important to point out, so the university had to get money for this.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so the university had funding. The solar company had funding. And then I'm pretty sure the 9-H Ranch got some sort of grant money. So in no way is anyone putting skin in the game for this project. I just want to make that clear. Okay. This ain't no startup. This money's coming from pretty much the federal government. Yeah. Um, and they only picked this ranch because there's already existing transmission lines.
1: Yeah.
0: So again, no real skin in the game. Okay. No capital investment up front by anybody. Um, and it's only going to generate about three megawatts. Yeah. You do the math. Yeah, Zach, your opinion. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah. So, first of all, it's interesting because they they're wanting to get more students to come into the the engineering and applied science programs at the university. Um, they want this to be a way that they can study, and um, you know, maybe go on to innovate, um, so I don't think we should look at it necessarily as like, you know, we're expecting this to take off and start providing Wyoming with a bunch of new energy, um, but I think it's, uh, I, I, I think it's cool to have the university say, look, here's, obviously we are, there's a, a global demand for renewable energies like solar and wind. Um, regardless of your opinion on them, there's there's a market for it, and um, I think it's I think it's nice that the, the that Laramie is taking the steps to to bring this education to students, um, but yeah, I <laughs> what are, what are you thinking, Aaron?
0: Well, I, I I mean yes, like I love like yeah, we need to, we need to continue looking at it, right? We need to continue. To innovate, my issue is there's no real incentive to innovate, right? I just right. said no one here in this partnership is 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 at risk. Um, and then this article says it's to study it. Yeah. What do you mean? We've been doing this for sixty years and you're still studying if a solar panel works like right. and, and again, it's like maybe they'll have a breakthrough, whatever. I think real innovation, and Salem said it from ESAL, innovation comes from a market, right? From a business. None of these are businesses. They're, they're you know, the ranch is winning because they're getting power, free power. Right. Yep. The university's winning because they're just getting funding to study. And then the solar company's winning because then they get to say, ah, yeah, we got a partnership with, you know, yeah. And it's like, yeah, but... No one, other than the rancher, which is like, Hey, good for you for working that deal. Mm-hmm. So that, that's my, I don't whatever. We'll see it. I just, this is a whole thing about misinformation, right? Do your research. Like what is, Yeah, you know, it'd be completely different if the solar company was fully at risk, the rancher was fully at risk, right? They got into a partnership. Um, and then the UW just said, Hey, we'll send interns there completely different ball game but when it's all no skin in the game you know that that that's my gripe um right no that's that's a good point
1: too i mean how much do you expect it to be taken seriously when neither of them have put up any money towards it you know i I think it's a good good point to bring up they're all they can use it to lean on and say, look, we're doing renewables. And, you know, the government can say, look, we've provided research into this stuff. And again, it's like, well, all right, we solar panels aren't new, they've been around. <laughs> yeah, unless you're coming up with some, you know, damage proof solar, some indestructible solar panel <laughs> that can withstand the hailstorms in Wyoming, or the epic freezes that we're we're going to face in a couple weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. so."
0: And yeah, so I mean it or yeah so um, it's cool like we'll see how that turns out. I think it's a cool partnership, but I, I think again it's like always take something with a grain of salt. you know like like you said, this isn't this isn't an example of like yeah, go full renewable no 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 no. you know somebody's paying the bill in the, the that somebody is taxpayers, you know um, and actually it probably came from the energy Department of energy which gets money from fossil fuels. So, (laughs) but uh, anyway, so I'm going to skip over this natural gas. There's just an article by Yahoo. Um, uh, I read an article from somewhere that said natural gas now is considered a renewable energy, which I'm like, okay, cool. But why isn't coal and oil then? So, right. I think some people have, I think some people have figured out, oh, if we're gonna kill coal, renewables aren't gonna catch up fast enough. We're gonna need something. Okay, natural gas. Right. Which is like, well, yeah, I mean, natural gas is cheap, you know, super cheap, reliable. It's yeah. around. So I'm not griping at that, but it's just kind of like, okay, we're getting in this circle again of like <laughs> um this is interesting, and I think we need to talk about this because we were just talking about the budget, Zach. So Arch Coal, um, they've come out and released and They've, they've talked to the governor. They're going to cut their production about 50% by next year. Um, should be of no surprise to anybody. Um, you know, I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like, yeah, coal's dead. You know, they coal, the coal industry lost. They really, it was a marketing campaign, you know, and they just didn't do a good enough job to educate people on what how clean coal is in the u.s um so anyway so no surprise i think what's a surprise here is arch this this arch coal mine was supplying 10 percent of u.s domestic energy yeah that's a lot Um. and we're gonna have to come up with that somewhere um you know, uh, the Petroleum Association in Wyoming, when this got released, they wrote a pretty good article about pretty much it's sad that it's happening um, yeah. and, and pretty much kind of agreeing like, you, you know, the coal industry just did a poor job of getting ahead of it. Um, however, the, 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 the report from the Petroleum Association um, in that, you know, it, it says kind of those you know, uh, the true statements, right? I think those are true statements and they're being realistic, yep. but they said, Hey, you know, what's cool though, is we've got the carbon capture stuff going on. Arch is saying, Hey, we're going to look at, you know, carbon capture, what Rambico is trying to do. Um, so we're still going to use coal, but, but, you know, the coal industry is now seeing, okay, we lost the fight on that and we're a little late to the game on innovation but you know there there's still there's still a market for products you know carbon products so right
1: yeah for sure um yeah I, I i think um you know the they have it right coal is probably was probably the end of it um on it's unfortunate i um i did i read that wrong too in that article that they are looking to maybe sell um, nope, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's I one of those exactly like money, it makes sense to to sell. Yeah. Um, but again, I think you know it's like what like we talked about with uh, the um, Occidental purchase and uh, Orion moving in there. It's like, well, the company that sold sold because they weren't making any money off of it. Yeah. Um, and especially when we're looking at uh, just straight coal um, coal mine. And, you know, I don't know who's going to be ready to buy that right away. So.
0: Well, and that's, I mean, uh, that's business, right? I mean, if, if, uh, if I'm running a business and I never try and, you know, keep thinking of the future and then I'm not making money, you know? Yeah. You know, if someone does come to me and offers me a price, then yeah, I'm going to sell. So I that you're right. No, they, they they were pretty much saying like, Hey, we're open to sell it. You know, <laughs> um, right, you know yeah. that, 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 that PAW report was kind of like, not a lot of people have cash, you know, to buy it. Um, especially cause there, there'd be a lot of reclamation that needs to be done. Um, sure. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it'll be interesting. I mean, it's um, like I said, it's, um, you know, coal fired, Coal-fired energy is, you know, probably the wayside now, which is fine. You know, you can still use coal. Um, uh, We've talked about this before, you know, Governor Gordon in Barrasso. They've been pushing this for a couple months now, um, reforming NEPA. Um, Yeah. And, uh, and really the important thing here is, 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 is the word reform and, specific things like infrastructure. Um, we just talked about on the state news, you know, Niagara County is looking at how do I get fiber? This is exactly what we're talking about. Highways, pipelines, fiber, bridges. Um, Yeah.
1: I, um, so what's interesting here is, um, this re- so the nepa legal reform act would make it harder for citizen groups and individuals to challenge projects like pipelines highways and bridges um the legislation uh proposed codify some of the regulatory changes um i mean it's <laughs> i don't know i don't know what else much to say about it but yeah um yeah, like we've said, we've we've brought it up before. Senator Brass and Senator Enzi have been talking about this too, um, and uh, yeah.
0: And, and one thing I think too to point out with that is it gives the state more control, right? Yeah. Um, local control, local control. Um, I know I know people are going to freak out about oh, so we can't we can't fight you know the Dakota Access and stuff like that. Um. You know it. it uh, let's just not get into it. it we'll, see, you know, a lot's got to happen before that happens. I can say that. So, um, do we want to talk about this? Yeah, fine. Um, it is no surprise to anyone that Joe Biden did say, you know, end fossil fuels, and he said end federal subsidies to fossil fuels. We've said this numerous times on the show. Yeah. Yeah. But also in subsidies for renewables then. You know, we just talked about that partnership at UW. Yep. And yep. all that. You know, if if, if you're gonna do it to one one side of the sector, do it to all of the sectors. Um and um, you know, um that would lead to innovation. Um, I think in response in response to those statements in that debate, Pete Obermüller, friend of the show, we to call him friend of the show, um, he wrote a report um Saying, you know, again, he he did it really well. Go read the report. It wasn't fear mongering in any way, but he's saying, okay, hey, if that's what you want to do, Wyoming, be prepared. That would lose thirty thousand jobs here in the state, like that. Yeah. So um yeah. we have to be realistic, and we have to we have to know consequences to what we're doing. Um, Anything to add on that, Zach? I mean, I'm just going to say, if you're
1: uh, one of those companies that's employing those people and you, you've, you've heard Joe Biden say it last week, he gets elected a week from now, what are you going to do? You're not going to just keep going on business as usual. You're going to be getting ready for that. So that means, yep. you know, layoffs and, you know, less jobs. It's it's going to be, it's going to happen. Yes. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they run a business, you know, it's... it's... <laughs> there's no loyalty there, you know, uh, uh, you you know, as as much as businesses say there is not when you've got a president, you know, that's, you know, going to attack your industry, you know, that, and so anyway, so, you know, by next week when we're recording our thing, you know, who knows what we're talking about, but um, this is important, Zach, um, the DEQ department of environmental uh, quality, um hit the director the deputy director he's going to retire um that's an important position because the DEQ we talked about that big um water injection out uh, towards Kemmer. that's who's involved right so we need to know who that is um I believe the governor gets to elect that position I'm not 100 percent sure I, I'll dig into that he might be able to you know I don't say he gets to elect, but he probably gets points. you know. I say, yeah, you know. But um, mm. kind of side note there, kind of important to know. You know, got some changes going around in the state. Um, this is cool. Now we're we actually got some ag stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Wyoming Game and Fish, or sorry, no, not the Wyoming Game and Fish. Yeah, yeah, Wyoming Game and Fish. Oh. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was I was like, that's not right, uh, but. <laughs> Um, just some notable things. Uh, so they do a landowner of the year award. This is the 25th year that they do this. Uh, I didn't know they did this. It's kind of cool. Um, they picked, I think it was seven families, uh, seven owners, I guess I should say, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, the award is they do a really good job in conservation, you know, wildlife conservation, land management. Um, so, the, the notable families I wanted to bring up is the True family. Um, we've talked about them a little bit. They are, um, wow. you know, they've got their hands in many pies with their fourth generation family, ranching mm-hmm. oil and gas. Um, they even, somebody was telling me they've invested in uh, like tech startups at the university, like Trust. data mining and stuff, which is like, yeah. <laughs> like what but you know when you're around for so long and you've got multiple businesses you know it kind of makes sense but um and we've talked about joanne true you know so i mean anyway so the true family their ranches um uh the scott family i'm not sure if they're related to the scots up here They could be um outside of casper and then some local the white ranch up here in sheridan so um yeah. that's pretty cool i think uh my, my two cents is, uh, Oh, surprise, surprise, you know, private ownership, you know, can lead to good things, you know? Right. Um, yes, it can, you know, for those out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome.
1: That's great to see. Um, as cool as Sheridan's on the map too. Um, uh, see, I've got to pull up there's so there's seven regions, but yeah. Um, that's, that's really cool. You know, people who are, they take their job seriously, you know. It's not just, especially when you're a fourth generation family, like you said. I mean, this is this is your livelihood. Um, it doesn't make sense to be destroying the thing that's keeping you alive, keeping your family alive. So, yep. um, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's. And um, I didn't know they did this award. It's cool. Twenty five years. That's awesome. So, um, and last thing, um, outside of Powell, the first. Um, well, I don't know if they're the first, but um, this will be the first year, you know, the, the hemp industry in Wyoming, will will see what what that looks like. Um, they made quite a bit, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, um, what comes of the hemp, hemp industry. Um, I do want to maybe just throw this out there, Zach. We didn't really plan on talking about it. Um, do you foresee – I doubt it because a lot of the freshmen – representatives and senators are very ultra conservative you know no one's talking about what about legalizing marijuana or legalizing medical marijuana Mm -hmm. um we are surrounded by montana has medical and then colorado's got both um (laughs) thoughts on that because you live you're up in montana right now with the medical um yeah you know this is something i've I've struggled to
1: come up with my own opinion about, I think um, the hemp using hemp is, is awesome. I mean, they talk about using it for the CBD, but also Mm -hmm. talking about industrial hemp that you can use for for other things too. Um, So I think that's good. Um, I don't know. I, you know, when we talked with uh, Tom Kelly, who's running for city council, talked about the effects of legalizing marijuana in Colorado. And I think, you know, everybody's a stone's throw away from that. Um, so, I mean, maybe, maybe here's the thing, maybe decriminalization of it, um, would be, would be better than just full on legalizing it. Right. Um, Because then if you need to, you know, for medicinal purposes, you need to go to Billings and get it, you know, you don't get in trouble for bringing it back across the state line. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that should definitely be something to be considered, um, is at least decriminalizing it,
0: um. and and I think Zach, that my big thing is um, the conversation, right? I think I think if if a representative came out and proposed it, right, he's going to get he or she they're going to get attacked hard. Yep. My point is, you cannot deny now, like California, they screwed up because they. Yeah. They they tried to do it their own way and and they're having issues with um, cities. Let's see, how they they they're having issues with cities allowed it, but then the county surrounding you know the the cities in didn't allow it, which makes no sense, right? You're like you would think you would you know. Anyways, so they did it weird, but they're having issues that technically those are illegal dispensaries, right? And then so they're not paying taxes, so it's like you know, if we did it, we'd have to really, really have a conversation about how, and I think you're right. I think maybe it's baby steps first, you know, thinking about how do we decriminalize it? Um, you know, the next step maybe is medicinal. Right. Um, and then, then there's that whole, okay, now are we actually legalizing it? Um, you know it uh, i i uh, i'm not saying i'm for either way or the other i think it's it's one of those things where it's like you can't deny colorado made money off that first year yeah. right we're in a 400 million dollar deficit you know yeah. now do you, you know i don't think we'd make that up but right well anyways, but it
1: brings up a good point i mean you know <laughs> we've been we've been we've seen it what it's almost been 10 years now since they legalized it right colorado yeah um, for recreational so i mean we're we're getting to the point where we're maybe behind the ball if we want to start you know cashing in on these these profits Mm -hmm. so um
0: well and really there's probably benefit though there's there we're kind of getting off topic but uh, we're we're there's probably benefit though legally right because then now we're not you know the uh the cost of policing it right the war on drugs quote unquote you know um so anyway so just I I don't know I wanted to throw that out there since we were talking about hemp because because I don't know if you you were probably too young but that was a hot topic of just hemp and I was like guys like we're just talking about hemp here like we're not um you know shoot I think we talked probably two months ago about those people getting arrested and they had to go to the judge and the judge like there's no thc in this you know And it's like man like that was a waste of money like that was a waste of everybody's time um so anyways that's your uh that's your energy and ag um covered a lot of different stuff but that's your energy and ag segment Thank you for listening to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. If you enjoyed the show, please like, share, and subscribe. Anything you can do to help us out, give us reviews, comment on our stuff, let us know what topics you'd like us to hear, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening.